Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist. Here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach, and trainer, Michael Lafito. Welcome back to another episode of the Luxury Listing Specialist podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lafito. You're in the right spot, whether you're a team leader, a broker owner, a beginning agent, or a seasoned veteran, and you're looking to differentiate yourself and work smarter, not harder, then you're listening to the right podcast. Again, Michael Lafito here. If you have missed previous podcasts, you can go to iTunes or Stitcher, look up Luxury Listing Specialist, or you can go directly to LuxuryListingPodcast.com. We have some great interviews, and we have some future ones that are lining up, uh, you know, coming together really nicely. So really excited. And if you have a suggestion, maybe you see a niche or a void, or you want to uh, submit a recommendation, by all means, please do so. Send me an email, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. And if you like freebies, uh, take a look at, uh, or make sure you get your smartphone out and text the word LUX to 72,000 LUX, L-U-X-E, to 72000, and you'll get a free ultimate listing blueprint. You'll get a, a free video checklist. And number three, you'll get a free three-part video series that we put together to help agents increase their average sale price and work smarter, not harder. Again, text LUX, L-U-X-E, to 7200, excuse me, 72,000, 72,000. So literally type in 72,000 on your smartphone like you're dialing out, hit dial, hang up, and then text Lux to that number and you'll be redirected over. So also, before I forget, we always get people after our podcast, ask us about our book. You can go to, uh, go, uh, you can go to Amazon and look up Luxury Listing Specials for $29.95. It's an easy read, a lot of visuals. And our goal for anybody that reads our book is to increase your average sale price along with our certification by 30% over the next coming year. All right, let's get into things today. So my guest today, I mean, wow, we were talking a little bit before we got started and just, um, you know, a, a walking history book of uh, of real estate and uh, resume longer than, I don't even know, longer than my arm with just amazing companies and CEO and vice president and we're name dropping people. Um, and he can give you a little bit more background, probably better than I can. Um, so Sal Klein here is with us uh, and he's out of California. California, right, Sal? That's right, Michael. San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Love San Diego. So tell us, um, you know, give us a, a shortened version of, you know, your background and where you're at today. And um, I've seen you going to a lot of these conferences and reporting on, on tech and, uh, you know, MLSs and, um, you know, that sort of thing. You're doing some really, um, you know, great stuff now at um, the Real Estate Network. Um, you're the co-founder of that, but, you know, really got your hands in a lot of different things and, and, and really well-versed on the MLSs and Realtor.com and, and the history. So give us a little background and, and fast forward us to where you're at today. Sure. I'd love to do that, Michael. Well, I, uh, first and foremost, I'm a real estate broker. I got a real estate sales license in 1977 and I got my uh, real estate broker's license shortly 
thereafter and uh, have been a member of the National Association of Realtors and the California Association and the local here in San Diego for over 40 years. And I developed a real estate business, a practice. I got to teach a little real estate along the way. I uh, found out that the most, where I spent most of my time was prospecting. People didn't need my real estate services every day or my agent's services every day. So I tried to figure out ways that I could talk to people where they would need my services more frequently than every five to eight years. And so I found other ancillary businesses like tax preparation and financial planning. So I became a financial planner and a tax preparer and had securities licenses and taught uh, realtors that worked for me the same sort of thing, built a property management company, was president of the Association of Realtors, active in the state and at the national level as a realtor volunteer and was fortunate enough to be on the very first in 1995 Realtor.com team where the whole concept of listings on the internet was created. NAR liked some of the things that we had done in technology, my company. So in the year 2000, I, uh, with my business partners, uh, got into and produced the ePro course, the technology platform and the content for the National Association of Realtors Technology Certification, EPRO, and I did that for nine years, traveled the country, met just about every realtor, went to over a 1,000 real estate associations. And then in 2008, I took over as CEO of a company in Canada that was very involved in what was a fairly new concept at the time, and that is listing syndication or the distribution of listing information to the big portals uh, like Zillow and... and, um, and Trulia and some of the other big uh-huh. guys. And uh-huh. so that was an interesting uh, interesting run. I did that for four years. And in 2011, our companies, both of them were sold to uh, Yardi, a large software company. And uh, my partner and I, John Riley, were able to, to then take the syndication portion and position it so it was acquired by ListHub or Realtor.com, which was then acquired by News Corp. And uh, John Riley and I have now taken over as the executive editors of Realty Times Online. And you and I were talking, Michael, it's an old line, online newspaper. John Giamo, the the owner of it, asked John Riley and I if we could come in and do real estate interviews and, and real estate news. And because of our background in the industry and things that we've done, it makes it easy for us to interview people and and, uh, of course, John and I, we love the opportunity to talk to people in real estate, to travel around to the conventions and, and see what's going on. So that's what we're doing now. We participate online as much as we can. Our objective is to help people where we can. We are the king of kings of, of free. Nobody sold free like we did when we were in our heyday. So we love to help. We love to teach. And uh, we'll do it every chance we get. If you're not careful, we'll sneak a lesson up on you and you won't even know it happened. <laughs> I love it. Teaching, educating, raising the standard for the industry. Uh, you know, it's an honor to have you on. You know, we were talking, you know, a little bit beforehand about what can we cover in a, you know, 25, 30 minute podcast. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, tech, right? I mean, there's a big emphasis on these tech disruptors. Um, so we talked about a little bit knowledge gaps uh, with some of those uh, we won't necessarily have to name names, but there's some knowledge gaps in some of these companies by bringing in um, outsiders 
Uh, there's what we call knowledge gaps. Uh, you're real big into leveraging, and so you talked a lot about in your, uh, you know, your background, uh, contacts equals contracts. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And um, you know, you shared with me a, a great quote quote earlier: "Be different or charge less." Right? That's someone uh, Seth Godin had talked about that: "Be different or charge less." So we always talk about bringing more value to the table in this industry, where there's more and more of these discounters. You know. If you're looking to work smarter, not harder, if you're looking to attract more luxury clients, if you're working to increase the average sale price of a home you represent, you know, we want agents to bring more value to the table. We want agents to position the homes more effectively. We want agents to net sellers more money. And I think you can do it by being different, by not just as an agent being different, but also making your home be different, right? Don't do the same things as everybody else. Okay, make this property stand above the competition and be memorable. I feel like that's rule number th- one job of a marketing agent. Not, I don't like to say listing agent, um, but we're really marketing agents. And uh, so why don't we go with number one? Let's talk a little bit about um, maybe let's go to talk about uh, contacts and, and contracts. Talk to me a little bit about what your philosophy for agents is, is there. Yeah, sure. So. I'm of the opinion that contact with people creates opportunity. That's been my experience in life. So contact with people creates opportunity. Don't know what the opportunity might be, but just be confident that when you are contacting and engaging people, engagement is a key word, that there are opportunities. There are many which you don't see at the time. So contact with people creates opportunity. And then when I used to coach my agents uh, years ago, I always said to them, contacts create contracts. And that's a very important point. And you're in a slump or you're not doing what you think you should be doing or you're not. What's the problem? The problem probably is you're not talking to enough people. Contacts create contracts. And so do what you can to meet more people, to be in front of more people. Now, you mentioned the word leveraging, and that's a great term. We used to always, you know, one of the things that makes real estate a great investment is you can leverage it. Another thing to make you a good salesperson is leveraging your own contacts. And so one of the things I learned early on was if I could find people who had gained the trust and confidence of others, if I could gain their trust and confidence, then they can maybe convey that to their customer base. And so I went out and talked to people who were uh, CPAs because they had the trust and confidence of people, other tax preparers. That's how I decided Mm -hmm. to become one because they had the trust and confidence securities brokers, casualty insurance brokers. I mean, they're interested in real estate, right? They're insuring property and they have a book of business of lots of people that own real estate. And so leveraging for me was about being in touch with people who have the trust and confidence of others. Contact with people creates opportunity. Contacts create contracts. Of course, it's no good unless you can follow up. I'm going to segue Michael, right into the tech side, because sure, real now is there's a lot of technology. As a matter of fact, the technology is overwhelming. There's actually too much. How many CRM tools can you use, right? Customer relationship management tools. And yet, how many are there? And then how many new ones are there? And how do they integrate? One of the old uh, phrases we used in the ePro course was, we'd ask, what's the best software? And then we'd answer, it's the software you use. And of course, the, right. the tech Guys would say, oh, no, one's better than the other. That, and that's not what we meant. What we meant was it's hard to get people to use it, period. And once you get somebody using a particular piece of software, getting them to use another one is like a nightmare. One of the worst things for realtors in their life is a multiple listing service uh, vendor change. 
or a lockbox change, right? We just don't like to change things we're used to. And so the best software is the software you use. If you're getting productivity out of it, if you don't see why you need new software, then stay with the old software. Now, that's not to yeah. say that you shouldn't be paying attention to what's going on and looking at the new features and functionality that's coming out. And the way to do that is just to talk to other realtors that are using the technology. And so don't be overwhelmed by the technology. Don't buy technology that you're not going to use. Use what you've got and know about the things that are happening with the technology and get that information from people you know. You're around people that are buying, selling, asking questions. Participate online. A lot of great information in Facebook groups and other online communities. Ask your questions. Get answered. Don't be overwhelmed by the technology. Don't be afraid of it. And don't waste money on technology you're not going to use. Well, that, that's a good point. So let's circle back first off to the leverage, okay? I want to bring up a couple points you brought up. Um, so, you know, we talk about one of the things we talk about in our certification is, you know, networking with with influencers, right? It's like Robert De Niro and Meet the Parents. If you remember that classical movie, classic movie, I should say, uh, you know, he talked about the circle of trust. It's very difficult to penetrate for those agents listening. Maybe they're, they're veteran agents. Maybe they're top-producing agents agents or beginning agents, how do I break into that, that high net worth individual community and, and really get in with the influencers? And you talked a lot about, you know, networking, you know, you, you got your different licenses because, you know, real estate is one of those things that, you know, you want to, you never know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. And so if you put yourself out there, you bring value, right? I'm real big into content marketing, whether it be contributor uh, through writing or video, educational videos, you know, put great content out there for consumers and they're going to realize that you're an expert and people want to do business with people that, that have a great knowledge base and are well connected. So, you know, Zig Ziglar, I, I kind of tweaked it a little bit, but uh, I, I say shy salespeople have skinny kids, you know, shy real estate agents have skinny kids. You know, he used to say timid salespeople have skinny kids. So, yeah. If you're a shy real estate agent, you know, you're going to have a skinny kid. You got to put yourself out there. You got to step outside of your comfort zone because that's really where the magic happens. And, um, you know, and then when you do have a success, you know, use the word, I use the word leverage. We talked about leverage, you know, don't be shy. The most powerful word in marketing is sold. So if you have a success and you sell something, you know, leverage that, get it out there to your database, whether it be just sold postcards or Facebook marketing or an ad, but leverage that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, years ago, I was doing on a training circuit and did a lot of training and people would want to like follow me around for a day or, or, you know, if I could give the best advice, what's the best advice that I could give them? And, uh, and as short, as short a phrase as possible, and you hit the nail on the head. And my phrase was, don't be shy. Don't be shy, right? You can't be shy. And then over the years, another one that for me was be found, right? You want people to be able to find you. So be found. Don't be afraid to talk to people. Be found and leverage yourself. You've probably read the book, the book Tipping Point. It's a great yes. book and it breaks yep. people up into different categories. And there really are influencers. There really are mavens. There really are people that fit these roles as described in Tipping Point. Find those people contact them, stay in contact with them, consistency. Something that takes years, you know, 
you mentioned something else, demonstrating expertise. One of the ways you build trust and confidence in a relationship is by demonstrating expertise. Realtors used to always complain when the new contract came out or the new law came out or the new rule came out. And I used to always say that that was job security. That every time right. something like that comes out, it gives you an opportunity to demonstrate expertise because other people don't know this. As a matter of fact, a lot of your competitors don't know this. So when the agency disclosure law came out, I found it was really helpful to be an expert because no one else was. And when transfer disclosure came out, I found it was really valuable to be an expert. And I took every opportunity to teach the consumer to demonstrate expertise because demonstration of expertise builds trust and confidence. And that's what you're looking for. And you're looking for finding those people who access many people and develop in a relationship. And it might not be, you know, it's not like you meet them and you're going to develop the relationship and they're going to send you all their clients the next day. It takes right. some time. I had a client, my best real estate client. She was an industrialist from Mexico. I went to the office when I first started selling real estate early in the morning. It was a six o'clock phone call. The reason I went early in the morning, I figured if any calls come in, they're mine. Now, I was right. an ex-Navy guy. I actually thought people got up early. And right, the phone right. never rang. But one morning it rang, and this lady asked me if I would meet her the next morning at Love's Barbecue Pit in Chula Vista. Now, today you wouldn't go meet a stranger, but I went and met this lady. She then told me she wanted to buy a house for one of her foreman and one of her factories in Mexico. She ended up buying up. This was in when interest rates were starting to go 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. They went all the way to 18%. This lady was a cash buyer. She hmm. then bought three more houses for her workers from me, all cash. She then bought an apartment from me, all cash. She then, and this is where it got good. She then sold her, the things that she made, brooms and ladies hosiery, to, to department stores in Guadalajara and Mexico City. She then started to introduce me to her very wealthy, her clients that were, then wanted to buy vacation homes in the, at the top of Mount Soledad. And my business partner, my real estate partner at the time, we were selling two and three half a million dollar homes a weekend. Now, this was a lot of money back then. Sure. Half a million dollar homes over the weekend, all cash, luxury homes from a referral from some, now that took about six years to develop to the point where this client was comfortable enough to send her valuable clients to us. Or it might have taken six years for her clients to get in a position where they could have bought something in the States. But I, but I actually know that it takes a while to win people's trust and confidence. So don't yeah. be disappointed. You have to go out, find people, talk to them, engage and the business will come to you. Hey there, it's Michael Lafito. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. If you are interested in signing up for our luxury listing specialist certification, or if you want additional information on how you can dominate selling higher end homes in your marketplace, make sure you go to luxurylistingspecialist.com. That's awesome. And you're, you're actually right. I mean, it, it takes time. There was a great book. Um, called the compound effect. Darren Hardy wrote it, and he just talks about, you know, you know, you just got to keep plugging along, right? You got to keep plugging along. It's not easy. Um, I mean, if it were easy, everyone would be doing it, right? I mean, exactly. the attrition rate, the turnover rate in real estate is, is is so high because people give up. I mean, so you know, with that being said, um, you know, really good good points there. So. Um, Let's talk a little bit about, so you talked about technology, uh, and the key is 
find something. Don't look for that magic pill, right, that does it automatically. You're going to have to take the time to kind of learn the nuances. And the problem, I think part of it, is shiny object syndrome, especially with real estate agents. What I mean by that is, you know, when I speak at these live trainings, I'll have them raise their hand. Agents say, raise your hand if you belong to, you know, two or three or more Facebook real estate groups. And my point is you can pose a simple question in there and get 8 million responses. Um, And so, you know, technology, hey, is this a good, you know, CRM? Is this, you know, if you could post something in one of those groups, you'll get 8 different million answers and then you won't implement. You know, I just saw a statistic recently that said half of the $1.3 million real estate agents haven't sold a home yet. They focus on too many things and they don't focus on lead generation. So you're absolutely right. Over half of the members of MLSs nationwide every year don't sell anything. That's a pretty well-known statistic. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they just they don't sell anything. So yeah, very yeah. very important and and uh, you know to keep in mind. That, and you talk about doing the marketing and how people market and what do they market and and I think it, at the forefront of everyone's mind needs to be that you market three things, right? You market yourself and you market your services and you market your listings once you're lucky enough to get them, right? Or you work hard enough to get them. You market yourself, you market your services, you market your listings. And everything you do, you look for ways to do that. And it doesn't have to be overt. And that's back to it takes time to make things happen. And so you just keep that in the top of your mind. You're always marketing what you can do. You market yourself, you market your services, you market your listings and, yeah. um, and it takes time. And then something else, you know, you talk about Seth Godin and he's a great marketeer and I love his book so short. And the one purple cow is uh, the one where I got the uh, quote, uh, be different or charge less. Mm-hmm. You have to differentiate yourself from the competition. Real estate is a me too business. Most people yeah. in the real estate business, they take a listing, they put a lockbox on the property, they put it in the MLS, they run an ad, they hold an open house and, uh, that's a, what else do they do? I mean, yeah. 98% of the agents do that. So yeah. if you're just going to do what they do, then the only way you can differentiate yourself is price. And you're seeing some of that in the marketplace. So you need to differentiate yourself from the competition. Now, one of the ways you can do that is I, I like these, these driving consumer forces. And I like to use them in all of my marketing and in all of my conversations, because it's what consumers are looking for. And so if you add this into your conversation, it's what cons- the buzzwords consumers are looking for. So consumers want speed. So what do you do in your service and the delivery of your services that brings things to your consumer faster? Because if you can articulate that, you're doing something that's different. Speed. Right. People want convenience. Right. I mean, people will pay more, actually, to get things fast, right? I paid Amazon Prime a little bit yesterday to have it delivered or, or the, you know, the delivery of a book early. It cost me an extra right. three bucks if I was willing to pay it. People will pay for speed. People will pay for convenience. Go to 7-Eleven. So convenience, what can you do to make it more convenient for people and then market? Here's what I do. I make it faster. I do it for you so it's more convenient. I give you choice. And, and so when I do things, I, I'm going to try to give you a couple of choices. Now, one of the, the caveats to choice if you're in sales is a confused mind always says no. So I want to be careful about giving consumers too much choice. But too I know many they want choices, but, yeah. But yeah I correct. I always say a confused mind won't buy, right? You confuse mind always says no. Exactly. So you got to give them some. Got to give them speed and tell them why they love it. You got to give them convenience and you got to give them some choice and you got to give them value added. And that's the thing you were talking about earlier, Michael. What do you do that other people don't do? What do you do that's out of the ordinary or not expected? That's value added. 
speed, convenience, mm-hmm. choice, value added. They want quality. They want service. They want lots of information. So how are you delivering information uh, to them today? And these are key elements in your marketing, speed, convenience, choice, value added, quality, service. And people want discounts today as well. And so, yeah, they do. Yes, they and do. so you don't have to give discounts, right? So I'm not an no. advocate of giving discounts, but here's what I say. You have to realize that people are giving discounts and, yep. and not just bad mouth them for it. It's people want them. You, how many you know, the people that you know, Michael, would always rather pay full price? And yep. very few people, right? So the people are going to want it. So just be aware of it. Be aware that that's a consumer demand and overwhelm them with speed, convenience, and choice, right? Yeah. No, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. So um, speed is important, right? Speed cost. I, I have a sign in my office. It's a picture of a, a Ferrari, and it says speed cost is the license plate says on there. Speed cost, it's either going to cost you on the front end and the back end. In other words, if you market the property poorly and it days on the market increase, we know days on the market are toxic, right? So, so you're either going to pay for it up front or you're going to pay for it dearly on the back end if you make the wrong hire. You know, um, they say, you know, hiring an expert is if you think hiring an expert is costly, try hiring an amateur, right? Yep. <laughs> That's going to exactly. be a lot more costly. So, um, yeah. So, so yeah, very, give, people what they, give people what they want, right? You know they yeah. want it, deliver it to them. Another thing yeah. on marketing, always if your, your marketing needs to be consistent, you need to, and this is back to don't give up, right? You have to be consistent. Uh, another uh, point from Seth Godin, your marketing needs to be frequent. Your marketing needs to be anticipated. So how can you, what can you do to get people used to it? I used to do a tax newsletter every year and it got, and I didn't realize, but it got so some years I'd get it out later than other years. And I would actually get communications from my customers that wanted to know if I was still sending out the newsletter that they, when they anticipate it, they're looking for it and there's less of a chance to throw it away without looking at it. So frequent Mm -hmm. anticipated uh, relevant. You know, if I walk down the cold remedy aisle at the drugstore, I typically don't notice any of the cold remedies. But if I have a cold, I notice all of them. And so frequent, anticipated, relevant, and then personal. And so how many times have you gotten a letter that's addressed to resident, right? And, right. and you don't even look at it, you throw it away. But if it's got your name on it, you'll look at it, you'll glance at it a little more carefully. And if you realize it was, you know, impersonal, then you'll throw it away. But, yeah. but personal, so frequent, anticipated, relevant, personal, delivering the message of speed, convenience, choice, and value added, differentiating yourself from the competition, leveraging your relationships with other people, demonstrating expertise, every opportunity you get, and you'll be successful in real estate. It is a business of huge attrition. And the reason those people don't know that, that there are these things that you just need to, to make part of your discipline yep. and do on a regular basis. Yeah, I, I love it. I love your enthusiasm. Great, you know, great knowledge. Um, really appreciate it. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Well, they can uh, send me an email at Saul, S-A-U-L, Saul at SaulKlein.com, S-A-U-L-K-L-E-I-N, Saul at SaulKlein.com. Uh, and they feel and that's free. Klein um, with a K. That's Klein with a K. K-L-E-I-N, yep. and, and feel free to contact me. If, 
If I can answer questions, I'm always happy to do that. Oftentimes I can't, but I know people who can. So I'm willing to forward those on. And uh, anybody who's in search of a domain or for marketing, John Riley and I own this little domain company. And the name of the company is internetcrusade.com. And we sell uh, domains and email to the real estate industry. So if you're looking for... You sell domains. And so what if there's a domain that you want and and, uh, somebody else has it? Do you help Uh, coordinate uh, if they're... You know, I don't want to use the word auction, but you know how sometimes they're out there. And do you help coordinate that? Yeah, resale of domains we do not, um, although we own many ourselves, and we have sold a number of them in the secondary market over time. So we could certainly help you with questions. And you know, actually, there's a there's like, do you have an escrow? What do you do? Do you trans? You've got to make sure the money's in before. Are there entities that will handle this? And and there are. Right. So there are ways to do that. I'll, I'll, I'll throw something out there that's a tip. The uh, National Association of Realtors is going to release a new top level domain in September dot real estate dot real estate. There's a whole story behind new top level domains. There's over a thousand of them. But dot real estate will be open to the public for purchase. That's anybody, be they a realtor or not. But realtors are going to have a window to purchase those domains before anybody else. So and I'm just bringing so you guys could help here. with that. Yeah, and we're not, we don't work directly with NAR on this. We just know this is going to happen. So I'm just, right. this is something if you're thinking, because if I'm myself, I'm thinking I might be interested in buying the domain commercial.realestate. Sure, sure. I mean, if I could be the first one to get it, somebody might want to buy that from me. Or right. New York.realestate. Yep. Now, of course, I'm going to yep. buy Real Estate as well, but there might be some speculative value. And realtors are going to get a 60-day opportunity before the general public is able to go buy these .real estate domains. So uh, I just kind of throw that out. The domain is part of the branding. Look out yep. uh, and see what the National Association is doing. There might be some opportunities there for you, and yep. uh, you just don't want to miss it. If you if you can avoid missing opportunities, you want, you, know, you want to take advantage of them if you can. Well, that, 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 that's awesome. A wealth of knowledge. Really appreciate what you've done and what you continue to do for the industry. So thank you. Um, and again, uh, your email, um, one more time. Saul, S-A-U-L, at Saul Klein, S-A-U-L-K-L-E-I-N, at SaulKlein.com. Awesome. Again, if you guys have questions for us about our certification, about nominations for people to, uh, to help you know, be a guest on our podcast, please email those to michael at marketingluxurygroup.com, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. Again, if you're interested in free, some free resources, text the word LUX, L-U-X-E, to 72000 for your free ultimate listing blueprint, video checklist, and three-part video series. And if you want more information on our certification, where we help you work smarter, not harder, increase your average sale price, we have over eight hours of content online for you to review. And we also send out some other bonus items. Go to LuxuryListingSpecials.com. My name is Michael Lofito, and remember to continue to prove them wrong. Until next time, take care.